Lime, duh. Is a secret, secret cow recording coming at you, everybody. Shh. We're not supposed to put out a podcast today. That's what they no. say. Yeah, that's what they say. They say, yeah. Uh, oh, Friday, Friday night. That's not when what? cow podcast comes out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No. The rules are not all anymore. Welcome to the early drop of the. The Winter War Games Extravagance! This episode is a secret! Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Secret Bonus Free Episode for the patrons. Too low, the word's out. The word is out. The word is out. The people know. The people know. The whisper. Yes, the demon Finn showed up. He told everybody. He blew it. Um, Just like Finn in real life has blown it, he blew the secret here of the Cal Podcast. But fuck it. I am Dan Black. You know my full (laughs) intro, but I'm not doing it today because I'm introducing myself as my new moniker, my new nickname, my new gimmick. Which mm. is, I am officially the king of content. Ow! Right, everybody, everybody knows. Ow! Ow! That's right, everybody. The Instagram posting, Twitter <laughs> tweeting, Facebook threading. Facebook grouping, Twitter <laughs> tweeting, Instagram storying, Donnie Reels himself, baby. Hey, Black uh, King of content. All right. Now, before you turn this podcast off for being incoherent, just stay yeah. because it's yeah. going to get good. But no, uh, we are here on a, a very secret bonus episode free on the main feed to here to kick off. Um, this is almost the kickoff show to uh, the winter, winter, uh, winter, war, winter war games oh, extravaganza. Yeah. No, extravaganza. Extravaganza, which um, is kicking off this Sunday uh, with the war games uh, NXT pay-per-view. Uh, so here are the details of that. And by the way, this episode, we're going to be discussing NXT. We're going to look at the card for war games. And we're just going to fucking talk wrestling. What do you think? Friday night, bro. You know Friday nights are. Friday nights are for two things. Talking wrestling and ordering hot chicken. That's what I do. And, uh, smack a, and SmackDown. Dude. Oh, yeah, and SmackDown. Uh, you got that uh, song by any chance? We still have that? We'll have to look. Uh, we'll, have right, to look. Get, right. we'll have to look. We'll have to look. We'll have to look. 
we'll have to look. You know, we can't. You can't just get everything that you want on demand here. Okay. Mm, that anyway. happens. <laughs> so anyway, um, what we're talking about on Sunday, War Games NXT that's happening. What we're going to do here on the podcast, being uh, Tulo are going to be, and we'll be joined by some fun guests here and there. Um, uh, some some people you're familiar with, someone you. Uh, Someone you idolize. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. The people will pop it in, but me and Tula will be here doing, what's it, four nights of podcasting in a row. Now, here are the details of what it's going to be. This Sunday, immediately following the War Games pay-per-view, we will be uh, putting uh, recording our Patreon episode that will be available for patrons at the $5 level. And we'll be having, uh, like we've been doing, having the accompanying Zoom call where you as a patron can join in. I'll, put the, I'll post the link like I've been doing right after, uh, 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 right after the, the pay-per-view goes out, off the air. Click on the link, join, and if you want to get your opinions on the show, you just throw up the cow sign and we unmute your mic and you fire away, baby. Um, this is a great mm-hmm. way to get... I you know, when I watch a wrestling pay-per-view, when I'm watching mm-hmm. wrestling, why I do this podcast is you need to get off that heat steam. You know what I mean? You need to get off the steam. You're coming off a – it's almost – watching wrestling, you know, as a performer, there's almost like a stage high. It's almost something I love about pro wrestling is that, like, it's almost you feel like you did something. And let me tell you, you didn't. But uh, you feel like when you watched no. it, like when Sting came out on Wednesday, you're like, I look at this. I signed Sting. I manifested Sting. You listen, we know you didn't, but you feel responsible. It's part of the beauty of pro wrestling. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, but I'll say this about wrestling over real sports, okay? Because you guys know, um, you know. Sports aren't exactly my thing, so you know, real sports when you're like, oh, I'm part of the team. Like you're really, you're really not. You're not at all part of the team. Nah. But in wrestling, you actually do affect the storyline sometimes. So you really are. You are like the third factor of the show. Now, not you individually. You're just one member of the universe. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's it's arguable that when it comes to wrestling, you are point zero 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 one percent of the uh, cast. Right. Correct. <laughs> sure. But uh, but unfortunately, you guys, you don't help like Matsui hit home runs. Is Matsui still no. playing baseball? Nah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. But here's the thing. So uh, uh, Sunday we'll be going live for patrons on Zoom. That'll come out uh, also if you don't want to be part of the Zoom call. Still comes out on Patreon for you to listen to the normal way. Uh, our reactions to oh, war games. And then yeah. Monday, and, and you listen to that, and then Monday, boom, immediately after Raw, Tulo and I and guests will be recording an episode. We'll have our, uh, uh, within two hours after Raw, uh, late night for you guys on the East Coast, uh, late night for you people uh, you, on the West Coast also, because on the West Coast, 9 p.m. is very late for us. Um, we'll be putting out the uh, just a normal episode uh, free on the on the main feed, with our Raw reactions, we'll also be covering uh, SmackDown from tonight as well. Yes. So that'll be our Raw Correct. SmackDown for this week. And that leads up. That's uh, the, the aperitif. <laughs> that leads up that's to only Tuesday. Monday. That's, that's only, only Monday. Monday. I mean, it's a full work week. We might wear suits, to be honest, because we're I'll, all fucking around. Too low. Maybe we should wear suits. And talk. I'll wear a suit. I'll do it. I mean, I'll, but I just want to point out nah. that my, suits don't, my suit jacket does not fit. I put nah. it on. Um, 
I put it on for uh, a commercial that I think I might have booked. Were your uh, uh, traps just busting through? I'll send you the pictures. It was insane. I sent the video <laughs> to my wife, and she was uh, dying, like dying <laughs> of laughter. It's like it's like Jack the guy. In a little in a little yeah, yeah, because I, like uh, Jack the guy. So then I got I measured my chest. I measured yeah. my chest with like you know like a tape measure, and so yeah. I, I keep like track of my muscle growth. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Fuck you. You know what I mean? I mean oh, yeah. oh, by the way, I do deserve one of these. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I deserve that. I deserve that. But uh, uh, my chest since January has grown three inches. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, baby. Yeah, That's a lot baby. of growth. And I asked one of my trainers. I was like, "Yo, how much is uh like?" In a year, and we're talking about under a year, I was like, what's a, what's a good amount of growth for, like, a chest over a year? You know what I mean? For a man. This is what I asked them. They, like, roll their eyes at me. I'm like, well, what, what are you, you know? I'm like, whatever. And then he's like, I don't know, like, one inch? Wow. <laughs> My suit. I got to buy a new fucking suit. Damn. Anyway, that's why you got to support this podcast over on Patreon.com. Such means wrestling. Get me a new suit. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's man. how we do it. Because right now I'm going to be styling and not showing you my profile in. Because on the profile, you can see I get the duck tail. You know, like the tail, like my, my suit, the back, it like it flaps up. You know, like <laughs> your booty's too big. You probably yeah, had like, some inches around your fucking. Oh, yeah. My ass is huge now. I got a golfer squat. ass. I got the got golfer ass. Yeah. 335, four times. I got a shelf. Know? Yeah, I did 335 today for four. Um, I sent you guys the video as proof. Yeah. Oof. Oh, what flavor is that? Lime duh, but Love. uh, but let's just say that's a lime duh. But also, by the way, if we're, if we're cracking stuff, it is Friday night, so yeah. uh, wow, we got there. Grapefruit white claw, fuck duh. yeah, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold hey, ah, cracking a claw Friday night, baby. Uh, just so you know, a little inside into the hold on, oh, oh, what flavor. What grapefruit white claw duck? Yeah, Cheers. baby. Cheers up, man. Cheers up. There you go. There you. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so, if anybody wants to get a little insight into my house, I actually put a mini fridge next to my couch recently because you know that's what we do. <laughs> oh, good for you. Um, so anyway, all right. So Monday night we'll be having a post raw episode that will cover mm-hmm. SmackDown from Friday night before. Okay, I'm excited. That leads to Tuesday, which is many are calling uh, the main event, um, yeah. but it's hard to you know. There's a killer encore as well. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, we'll we'll be watching uh, Impact Wrestling. Come on, come on, baby. Live Let's go with you guys. We'll be live streaming, watching Impact on the Comedians Wrestling slash Dan Black Attack YouTube channel. You can watch live with us to see. Kenny Omega, who my dad called me and called him Kenny Omega. He goes, yo, Kenny Omega. So I was like, Dad, I don't know how you find ways to mis- you mispronounce words that are not mispronounceable. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not, I don't know insane. how you did that. How did you take Omega and say Omega? He's like, Omega. Kenny Omega. I mean, I've been uh, friends with Dolph Ziggler for like five years now. He's like, yeah. Ziegler. He's like, yeah. Zeger. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, bro, what is your deal? Come on, man. My favorite thing about dad, he's he's the master of mispronunciations. It's it's yeah. it's honestly an art. Like he should be he could take this on the road. 
Um, my dad, his favorite, his best thing was he goes, "You ever seen Fargo?" And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, Fargo." It's like my favorite actress, isn't that Frances McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> Frances McDonald. His favorite actress doesn't know her name. Frances McDormand. Frances McDonald. <laughs> Oh, Richie, man. Oh, You're the yeah, best. Yeah. He's probably listening to this. Out here. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Kenny Omega. But it's so funny. My dad watches AEW, though. He doesn't watch any WB. He will watch uh -huh. AEW. Oh, he pretty, must. Pretty did he, cool. Did we, you know what? I would love to get Richie Black's take on uh, Sting appearing. That would be great. It's Friday night. Should we call him? Yeah, give him a call. <laughs> Let's just call. All right. We'll call, call. him. All right, live. We're doing this live. We're going to do live? I mean, I don't want to talk about NXT, so I mean, <laughs> just fine. We're, well, we're gonna, we'll really, the show itself this week wasn't all that spectacular, but we get to talk about War Games. That was a garbage go home show for for War Games, in my opinion. Yeah, it was um, a little snoozy, but they, also, they got creamed in the ratings too. Um, and AEW's nine thirty one, and they got like six hundred something. <laughs> Here comes Dan. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Oh, I gotta tell. I gotta warn him. He's on the air. I don't want him to sue me. <laughs> Richie, What's Richie, I'm recording the podcast. Yeah. You're on the podcast live. Richie, yes. Well, I want to know how do you pronounce the AEW champion? What's his name? Um, I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> his first name's Kenny. What's the first name? Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, how did you say it when I called you the other day? Do you remember? Omega? I don't know. What yeah, I that's I, that's what it was. Yeah, Kenny Omega. That's what you said. <laughs> Kenny Omega. That's right. AW Champion. Am I alive right now? Yeah, you're live on yeah. the pod right now. Oh, no. <laughs> What's his name? Kenny Omega. <laughs> that was it. It was Kenny Omega. And, uh, so, and, right, and Richie, what did you think of AEW? This, did you watch some of it? Well, you had a couple in. Or, what did you think of the show? Well, what you saw? Uh, it's, it's the greatest. I, I love <laughs> the socking into the McMahon family. <laughs> Ask him about Sting. After he squirmed everybody his whole life, now he's got a, a, an owner who actually, a, a competitive company who actually has more money than him. Yeah. Oh, Tony Khan. It's so much fun to watch. You love it. Richie, uh, what did you think of Sting showing up? Yeah. That's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> How much money do you think they had to pay him? I don't know. A lot of money, right? He's 61. Because uh, yeah, the money don't mean anything to that kid. Right, Richie, you're a man who is, you've, you've been 61 years old in your lifetime. What does that feel like? Could you imagine wrestling at that age? <laughs> wrestling at 61? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> One time I was I was uh, videotaping a, a football game and the quarterback ran into me on the sideline. <laughs> and I was, let's say I was 50. That was the worst. I felt like I was dead. Oh my God. <laughs> I was laying on the ground and they, they thought I was dead. And uh, <laughs> it was so painful. Oh God. But anyhow, I recovered. How did you see Kenny win the title? You watched? Yeah, I just I happened to turn it on, and there he was. What is he doing? He was beating 
beating the crap out of it than the other guy. Who was the other guy? John Moxley. Oh, okay. I can't even say that name. Forget it. <laughs> John Moxley? Oh, Don Mo uh, Moxley? <laughs> Don <laughs> Moxley? Moxley crew. <laughs> oh man, did so. All right, did any any other thoughts about Kenny uh, Omega before you got to go? Well, he's the champ. That's all that counts. He's got the belt. <laughs> okay, great. Right. Must, be, must be must be eating uh, McMahon alive, huh? He's got some pretty good people on the other yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you haven't seen any WWE lately, right? Does he know uh, Roman took the vest off? Does he know? Yeah, he hasn't seen It's great for wrestling. It's great for you guys when you have this kind of competition. It's just great. Um, it's true. It's going to be more and more fun to watch. Great. Okay. All right. We're going back to talking about wrestling. I wanted to hear you pronounce uh, Kenny's name, which is what's his name again? Kenny, uh, Kenny Omega Watch. The Kenny Omega Watch. All right. Like the James Bond Watch. All right. All right. Yeah. Tell, give him a, if you smell what the Rossi's kicking. <laughs> Do you know what the Rossi's kicking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Richie Black, uh, everybody. Uh, man, I, I love this podcast. One of my guys. One of my guys. 100% one of my guys. Definitely one of my guys. He's on the right. Yeah, he's up there with, uh, uh, it's Warrior. It's, uh, you know, Warrior Goldberg and my dad. Uh, Dan, yeah. Uh, did you see the message from uh, the guy, the guy the, behind the scenes? He said, uh, "Send the picture." Of, yeah, I will. Uh, but uh, do you want me to do that now? He, I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, it might, might help. Now yeah, or yeah. now or later? You meant after? No, right? no, no. He said no. Okay. All, right. All right. Anyway, all right. that's uh, behind the scenes, by the way. As we're up in the, uh, we're working a lot on the podcast, by the way. For all you guys who keep supporting us on Patreon, a bunch of you guys upped your pledges. I mean, big shout out to Filthy Phillips, by the way, who upped his patronage to a fucking hundred bucks, bro. Yo. I mean, unbelievable, bro. I, 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 uh, uh, thank you, bro. You, uh, Yo, you, haven't us. Even, you haven't even finished saying what extravagance it's too exhausting to even describe the extravagance <laughs> but um we have by the way we're, we're as we up the quality of the show talk about how we put resources back to the show make where we, we will make cow the premier pod the best podcast wrestling podcast it already is the best wrestling podcast it's just about getting the marks to understand that what we're doing it's not you know this, right, it's the right. way it is the way yeah. you know what this i mean is the way. Yeah. this yeah. is the way that's right um the mandaborian but so, uh, show's hard oh, to get through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the show's hard to get through. The video game cutscenes. But anyway, so, um, uh, 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 we got in the back. I just want to give props. This is our first episode with, uh, the smooth operator, Phil Pesapane, in the background. Phil Pesapane. Phil. Phil Pesapane. Working some tech behind the scenes. Um, uh, 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 so welcome. You won't hear him. Uh, you won't hear me. But we want to give him his proper due for helping I, us produce the show in the new in the new era of uh, in the new uh, COVID era. He is the uh, the smooth in COVID the operator. year two thousand. Anyway, so Tuesday night, we'll be watching Impact live on our YouTube channel. Hanging out. You can come hang out with us on Twitch. Watch us live. Uh, we'll be uh, going through the chat, seeing 
witnessing live in real time Kenny Omega bringing the AEW title to another company, fulfilling uh, the legacy, what CM Punk pretended he was going to do. Kenny uh, is actually doing it. Unbelievable. Tell all, your, tell all your fucking friends that there's only one place to be Tuesday night, and that's on Dan Black Attack's YouTube <laughs> channel because we're going gonna to be going nuts. If you want to see two people marking the fuck out, that's where you want to be. Right. And then you're going to be like, wow, that was a great time. And then you're going to be like, I, I can't handle anymore until, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Squawk, bagok. It's time for us to handle Wednesday night when the normal podcast normally comes out. We'll be recording that post-AW Dynamite to hear the stinger speak. Justice <laughs> sting. Uh, Just. Justice sting. So, and that will end the uh, Winter War Games extravagans yeah. uh, for next week. So tons of content. And what we ask for you guys is that if you like what we're doing, you like the up in quantity, you you dig it all, patreon.com slash means wrestling. We are independent artists. I would like nothing more than to keep plugging all that shit. I, I, I don't like doing it. But, man, I, I, what, I, what I like more than anything is being independently produced yeah. and making this show the way we do it, baby. Wayne's well, World the- style, baby. Wayne's yeah. World style. <laughs> Five, four, three. <sighs> uh, well, also, <laughs> go. Yeah. Uh, also, support it. So, like, after this week, after Phil wants to kill us, we can actually, like, give him money <laughs> for Because this Phil came on board at the craziest fucking time ever. Like, uh, But he was like, I'm all in. So, uh, you know what? Listen, man, we're going to need it. Uh, it's going to be crazy, but, you know, you but because you know of me. But yeah, man, I'm hyped. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Wednesday yeah. we'll have live reactions after AW. We'll uh, uh, we'll it's be pretty much recapping the entire Winter War Games extravagance. Winter War Games extravagance. I mean, what a week of wrestling! I, I will mean, say really this about NXT this it. week. I will yeah. say this about the episode of NXT Dynamite, um, which is what I call their Wednesday night show, which they don't even want to give it a, sh- a name. I will say. Ball games. Uh, <laughs> four, four men, another four men. You know what that means. <laughs> ball games. Ball games. Ball games. I mean, that getting through this NXT show was not easy for me. Um, that being said, you, you know, know what, what's going on? Are we reading the eulogy for Undisputed Era? Like, I feel like they're carrying. They, I feel like they're carrying out their own coffin. That's a, they're like they're just getting put out the pasture, right? Uh, yeah, Pat I mean, they McAfee. were just they were sitting- by the hand at the hands of Pat McAfee. We're just going to end on this Undisputed Era is like. I mean, yeah, They're these done, guys, right? just, I don't know. They were eating fries and like being like, hey, guys, let's kick some ass. Dude. I don't know. Look, here's what I'd say. It's like, um, you know, listen, NXT is not one of my guys right now. Uh, listen, don't count anything out in wrestling, okay? Uh, War Games is going to be sick. Uh, War Games will oh. be cool, but it'll be cool for me in the same way that those Survivor Series matches were good. Yeah. Right? right? Those right, five right. on fives. Like, I, it's not, these matches I don't care about. Like, first off, Pat McAfee. Listen, let's talk about Pat McAfee for a second. Uh, nothing but respect for yeah. the dude, in my opinion. Like, yeah, the fact that same. he's able to come in there and, and do it, like, uh, I'm jealous. I'm open yeah. about that. I'm jealous. He's doing what I would love to do. He's exactly mm-hmm. copying what I would love to do. Um, yeah. I think I would do it better, you know, <laughs> um, and that it just is what it is. But 
ultimately, he's not trained the way I am. I actually have, like, acting training and stuff. But, because, and that really ties in because Pat McAfee, right now, when I watch him, I see a guy pretending to be a pro wrestler. I'm not seeing, like, a guy starting a feud. I'm seeing a guy who's, like, I'm watching a Make-A-Wish for a guy. And, like, that's how it feels. So, it's like, to be honest, it's sinking the ship. It's, like, weakest link. Like, yeah, he's great at promo. But, like, he's hanging out with a bunch of dudes who I don't care about, including Pete Dunne, which I know is a hot take. Pete Dunne looks awesome. But, like, you got to sell yourself, man. Like, you got to get on the mic. Um or yeah, you have to have somebody speak directly for you to show us why this is like Pete Dunn 2.0. I see you're Jack, but like, what is your deal? His deal is a little confusing. It used to be he would hold the he would hold he had te- he used to bruise your weight and he would hold the the, 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 title. the title in his teeth and you kind of had this like lone wolf vibe to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even love it then either, but I understood it more. Now he's just a guy who doesn't say anything. He's supposed to be really scary, but he's fucking tinier than McAfee. So it's like. That's his muscle, the guy who's way smaller than him? Yeah, I was kind of surprised that McAfee is actually in the match. Like, I understand, and he'll probably, he's probably going to do a great job. Like, but I think this would have been better served as, oh, like, or maybe they might swerve us. Maybe we'll get work. Because honestly, it's a great moment for them to be like, listen, Pat, you did a great job, but we're bringing in a big gun. And it's like, Walter or someone like some I don't fucking know someone crazy maybe someone from the main roster I don't care but like I I, I, I just have a lot to say about NXT as a product uh like for you like I'll, I'll I'll always agree with you it's a way better produced product than than NXT in terms of they have like the WWE team but also I would say that that is not necessarily to its benefit what AEW sloppiness is to its benefit for me. I know someone might disagree, but it's sloppiness is because it feels uh, like the underdog. Even though, in, like, even you just heard my dad say, like, like you know, Tony Khan has more money than, yeah, <laughs> you know. So, but not that he's going to spend out of his own pocket. You know, I'm sure he does, but not that that's what his business model would be. But like, it does feel like these. It feels like they're successfully bringing indie wrestling to a television audience. NXT, yeah. on the other hand. Feels like, uh, like main event right now for me. Like NXT, when I watch it, I'm like, this is like produced in a way that like makes it look makes. We used to say this in improv, right? There was this UCB theater, right, where I used to perform, and I know we we hit you with the improv stuff, but it is a perfect metaphor, and it's the reason that I'm friends with some wrestlers is because mm-hmm. they connect with the improv community, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like I performed at this place called Upright Citizens Brigade. Great, great theater. The shitty, it's literally the basement of a Gristini's, okay? Where we bought $334 worth of lacrosse for for fucking Calmania ones. Yeah. I mean, I I did that just to be a display. And also, we did, by the way, at Calmania 1, did have a full cooler. You could grab a lacroix. Anybody. Free lacroix, right? It was a great time. Yeah, we were tossing them out. Uh, (laughs) And then then use the leftover ones at at the tailgate. (laughs) Doesn't that feel like a fever dream? Doesn't even feel real. <laughs> it was too good to be true. It was such a fucking yeah. good time. Oh, yeah. right. And um, 2020s made that even feel like more special somehow, right? You know? For sure. Because um, of like the ease of travel. Like we all came from so many different places to be there. Like no cares. Like no one was like, there was no barri- barriers. Like fuck it. I'll just go to fucking whatever. I'll fly to New York, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was my point? Uh, we're talking about Lacroix. Okay, okay, UCB. It's literally the basement of a of a grocery store. But when right. you go down there, you're literally some of the seats 
were broken. You'd sit on it, and it would bend. It would be like a, a, a theater seat. Whoa. It would bend all the way down, and you'd Whoa. be sitting down at an angle. Some of the seats, they took out the seat, and it was uh, literally you sit on a milk crate, okay? <laughs> That's what it was. But the shows, your expectations were low because of that, and then all of a sudden, you're like, that was the fucking funniest show I ever saw down here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was like, it was the talent. It was all about the talent. Okay. And then sometimes, by the way, because the place, the quality was so high, you, you'd go to a show, pay $5, you're eh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Amy Poehler walks out. You're like, holy shit. That was what it was, okay? So your expectations are managed by it. There's another improv theater called The Pit where when I was in New York, every show sucked. Uh, it was a lesser good. It was, the quality was less, I, I, I think. And it was more of a stage for hire. But they had a gorgeous theater. Uh, mm. They had ushers wearing uh, wearing mm. uh, ties, red shirts. Their branding was like completely on point. You'd go in. It was way more professional, right? But their shows were whack. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, the, the production value, it made you have higher expectations for what it is. So what I'm saying is that how that translates to wrestling is that NXT has all this like high production value, you know, and it's like it's moved seamlessly, has like all this great camera work, but it exposes how amateur a lot of it feels. And make for me now, not not all of it. There's something that's really good, but I'll give examples of what I'm talking about. But like when you, for me, what I'll always like more is watching. Of these two products, by the way, because main roster is a whole other thing. I want to see the fiend produced to the max. You know, I want Randy perfectly lit, right? But what I'm talking about in AEW, if you watch it and you're like, "What's going on with this thing?" Blah blah blah, and then you see a six man spot that is like, I cannot believe these guys are alive. Like, remember yeah. the spot where it's like Lucha uh, Luchasaurus, the Young Bucks both on sides of them, right? And they did a uh, Canadian Destroyer over. Oh my god! Right, and you're like, oh my god. I'll watch that on a webcam and like that more than a perfectly produced match of like Jake Atlas versus Donnie Fugazi. You know, like, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying about wrestlers I don't care about personally, you know? So that, that, that's kind of my argument. Now, also, it's like Shotzi, okay? I love Shotzi. She's awesome, uh, you know? She had a moment. It was like cool. They're like, oh, we're making, they had this awesome vignette that was like, we're making this thing for war games. I don't know what they're making. Like, kind of like a, I'm not sure what it is. They almost pulled like a Tarantino-esque, like Pulp Fiction, uh, yeah. like light in the briefcase kind of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where you like open it up and then it's a glow and you're like, we don't know what it is. But like Shotzi's acting was not correct in that moment. Like they did not work with her enough to get her in this amazingly produced segment to be like, she's like, oh, I think I'm in love. And I'm like, that's the take you got of that? Like you don't have, you don't have her like really selling that, like, she's seeing some kind of instrument of destruction, you know? And that's what I see of NXT. I see an amazingly produced talent with very, very, very green talent. Not all yeah. of them. There's guys like Ciampa, but these guys, you know, there's there's guys like Ciampa well, here and there, but, I, like, that's, that's, that's the thing with it is that you're watching this. It's like Gargano. Well, it's like the segment. that's what it is. Gargano is, is terrible on commentary. He's like, it's like watching, yeah. like, it's like watching, like, uh, a kids show like he's like he's like he's like oh I hate this guy like well like this is not good it's <laughs> sorry well I think well see it is good for what it is you know I think that was that was you're right man you good 
take a couple breaths. I podcast so much this week. I'm out of breath. What? I mean, we're about to go in like the winter war games extravagance, and you're going to rant about NXT and you're going to start tapping out. I got thrown in the towel already. I know how to hype myself up, but I need to get the sound drop that hypes me up. I need the old Dean Ambrose motorcycle rev to get me back. I'm back. I'm all just I need, I need to be revved up. Uh too low. So do you think that I'm off? I'll take that. I'll take it if you think I'm off. Well, I don't think uh so here's a, there's there's a couple things. I think when NXT was at its best, uh it was obviously when it was full sale, they had their crowd. Uh, you come in, it was more, it was less of a produced show. It was more sick matches. Uh, you know, you were getting like, like it was full cell know, heat. You could be her like completely undeveloped, like totally not even fully developed. And the crowd, like crowd. someone like all of you guys, all of you guys have, what's her name as one of your, your guys, the queen of spades, the, the whatever her Shana name Baszler. is, Shayna Baszler. She's like all of one of your guys. And, she can't. She stinks. I mean, like she and she. You think she was the best wrestler ever? If you saw her, I called out full cell heat. The shit was fucking real. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that also you could say the same thing about AEW, where the people that aren't on the top tier there who have the experience were get would be getting uh, AEW heat as well because when AEW has a live crowd, an Orange Cassidy is the coolest fucking thing in the world. But guess mm-hmm. what? I've seen Orange Cassidy live at places, and Orange Cassidy is a huge, huge star yeah. when he is performing in front of thousands of people, or even a right. hundred people in the right setting in a gym. Okay. You That's know, true. so so I he's think, a heat magnet. There's no question. And this is a guy. This is a guy that you know he's and about to be in another magnet. another big match Wednesday. He'll 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 come out looking good because. MJF is there, and MJF is is a pro, but like, and he and he can succeed without a live crowd, you know. So I think on both sides, it it's apparent. Well, MJF Where, doesn't really and, put on great matches, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah. he's a heel. He he wrestles. A, he, right. He's just right. he gets it. He wrestles like a heel. Right. He knows how to wrestle. He's a he's a hell of a wrestler, but he also wrestles like he's kind of he? like. Have you seen him do anything? Like, I don't even remember any MJF yeah, spots or, like, yeah, any, just, the only moments I remember are the finishes of his matches. That's it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much how it is. A lot of it's, like, the acting and the, the heel work, you know, that you're, you're really focused on. Uh, but, yeah, so I think, I think where – so if AEW didn't have Jericho and – I mean, yeah, you can even look at the box, like – I mean, they show their green side, and it's like, man, bro, this is you not gotta that take good. those glasses up. You look way too much like Weekend at Barney's. I mean, it's so distracting. You, you look, yo, uh, Pesapati, smooth operator. Does he look like Weekend at Barney's? Does he look like Bernie to you? Or is it just me? One hundred percent. I mean, isn't it, is we you blame me? I know I'm interrupting it, but isn't it, it's Friday night? It's distracting. Isn't it? Isn't the gif like him holding like the drink and he's like sitting in the chair, like he's got his like legs up, right? And he's like, I mean, like you this, look like, almost and he's exactly like, and he's like, like him. And he's like dead on the thing. He's like, <laughs> the guy they're like controlling his arm with the yeah. We play the song. He's like, 
What? So wait, wait. What? What song makes you dance? Oh, all right. You're weekend. All right. Be dead. Be dead. Be dead. Be dead. Okay. Uh, uh, this is very. I'm gonna take my head off. Yeah. Be dead. Be dead for a sec. Uh, I got um. Oh, I got. Go, 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 go. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're you're dead right now, and it's like, but luckily there is a way to bring you back to life. H two. The last of the true hybrids. Hey, Delico, we got a bird. I gotta tell you, this Angelico's dance is, it's, first off, you called it out for annoying you, but you didn't realize you were getting worked. It's great heat. And then, uh, which is beautiful. I love that. This is one of mm-hmm. my favorite things. And uh, that, that, the Angelico dance is making me almost make him one of my guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, did you see, I think John Silva but his, his, his Lucha Underground jump? No, it was like an eight clip minute, eight and a half minute edit of just him dancing. To, uh, entering to the song the whole entire time, like I'm um, all of his entrances in AW history. It's 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 on it's on the Facebook group where we talk about fit, uh, wrestling. At guy, might, guy might be one of my guys. Oh yeah, man, dude. that was one of the funniest moments in cow history. The fucking Angelico weekend of Bernie's. <laughs> Yo, Pesapati, oh. were you laughing at that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> I think I kind of. I feel like I nailed it too. Like I, I like came alive at the perfect time. Oh, oh man! Woo, woo! Oh, good for you. Beautiful. Uh yeah. So anyway, we were talking about NXT, and I, 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 I cut you off entirely well, for a well, very listen, worth listen, it I, bit. I think. I think. Well, I think you're right, and it's the same way I rant about AEW, where I see the thing. I think AEW should be bigger than what it is. So like when they're doing all that other shit. And they're and they're making their show not that great. I think it really, for me, as I watch the show, it gets me less excited for the bigger things that happen. Yeah. You know, so like where you're like, ah, oh, you're you're like ramped up. You get like a boner every time the Bucks come on, and I'm like because those are your guys. But like yeah. for me, I'm expecting. I love the Bucks. I'm, I, I, when they're on TV, I'm expecting big things. Like my my uh, my my expectations of of the bucks are the best tag team in the world. Well, then you have to have it on all levels. And if you're not that, com- if you're not that comfortable with, uh, with, with being on TV, it's going to show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. oh, no, put it, put it really close to the screen. Yo, Pes- like- Pes- uh, you know what? I got to say, Pesapani is his first episode producing. And he's already done a better job than a notion. He's uh, four years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a notion produces podcast. He's been watching hockey. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, you look just like Weekend at Birdies. Uh, yeah, too unbelievable. You have some kind of face where you can uncan. You can just look like anybody else. Yeah, anybody. I mean, look, we're talking. About, this is Friday night talk. This is Friday night yes. wrestling talk, baby. But like, the thing is, this is that. Well, here's let me let me. I, on, I have a really hot take. Let, well, well, let me let me say okay. let me let me let me talk about NXT here for a while. And I, I have I'll to mute myself for a second. Because, okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, so NXT, 
needs to find a new creative way. I mean, the show looks awesome. Uh, they're tough guy alley, like you've always said, uh, and they're really showing that more. But like, honestly, I think the problem that happened with NXT was the guys that were supposed to go up who said, no, this is our NXT, we're staying here, are now just kind of like like the Garganos and the Champas And Cole. And the un- Undisputed Era. Yeah. And, like, they missed their moment. Those, they, mi- they, they missed their moment. Now it's just like, I've seen enough of these guys. Not I to mention, they also I, did come up. Remember? That's, they that's, came that's, up that's, for a second. But this is less about them. Right, exactly. And when they came up, they all kind of pretty much shined. I mean, you didn't really like what Ciampa did, but like they all really had that a really great moment when they were up on the main stage too and people were hyped for it. But like, I, I don't know what they're going to – I mean, this war game is going to be interesting. I, I have – I mean, it would be great if Undisputed All came up and went to Raw and started that feud with uh, McIntyre, you know? Um, I, I, I'm I'm all hyped for that, but like I, it's kind of like like the rest of this war games card, like Cameron Grimes, Grimes versus Dexter Loomis in a strap match. I mean, I really I don't think that's a smart match on that. I think they have a lot of talent. I mean, the triple who gives a shit? They did they're doing this fun angle with <laughs> they're doing this fun angle with Screen uh, Roth. Well, Leon Ruff. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the Scream, the Ghostface guys, like, who could those be? Maybe maybe they're giving Gargano a tag team, but who knows? I mean, like... Well, I'll say guys. something. This is... Okay, you just brought up my my hot take. But also, I, I have a... You said Leon Ruff. I love the Leon Ruff thing. That I yeah, love. Yeah. Leon Ruff, this is an amazing way to get him over. I think he's going to retain the belt at War Games, uh, uh-huh. and I'm going to love that. It's a great way to push this guy. He's fucking talented, but he's smaller, you know, and he's less of a name, and they need new talent. They need new talent that matters, so get him over. The guy's fucking cool. I like him, um, and he's kind of funny, but what I'll say is this. I, my hot take is that Triple H is, cannot do any kind of creative, any, any creative that is not Tough guy mentality. It's not like German crosses. Uh, uh, that's the only is, thing he knows how to do. And so uh, literally he's like, uh, I'm going to do something that's like, I'm going to do some like kind of spooky storyline. And he can well, only think of scream masks, which is like mm. the most dated reference. It's corny. It's like not cool. Yeah. And they're not going to turn scream masks into something like uh, 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 sting returning. It's, they're turning like like winter is coming, you know. Like it's just gonna be take the masks off, and it's gonna be two guys that are helping Gargano. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, you like know, how I'm could not... they? Like, like I I kind of dig what Cameron Grimes is doing. Uh, and yeah. I, I, the Pat Patterson tribute was amazing at the top of the show. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, really um, nice. him singing my way. I was like, oh, he. I've seen them sing that in karaoke, and then they had shots of him singing karaoke. I thought that was great. All of them standing there, like that stuff. That's great just to see, like Sean. You know, um, like all of them stand there before the show. I, I, that's great. That's something WWE always nails. You know. Yeah. I, I almost put that under production value, which is what they always nail. Uh, but I thought that was a fitting tribute. I love that. But um, it's. You know, I could, I would summarize NXT up by Ember Moon. Like she is, she's the epitome of why that show does not work for me. It's like that. She's an example. It's like all frosting, no cake. Like her outfit's fucking cool. She looks awesome. She can go. She could go in ring. But then you're like, wait, what's in Ember? I'm saying it for years. They've never years. 
They've never tried to define her. They even yeah. rebranded her into something well, why, that is just a lateral move of nonsensical. Well, why does that bother you so much? But then you watch AEW, and it's just like that doesn't even cross no, your does. mind. I, I give shit to like the Lucha, uh, Luchasaurus. But here's my point about AEW that I love is that in AEW, in AEW, I feel like let's put it in, in perspective for you. He's a huge man, Kenny Omega. Mm. We were talking about how he's not le- he's not he's not living up to his hype, right? That was the whole, that was the thing we talked about for a year. Obviously, now we're in a new zone. Uh, 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 there was a paradigm shift and uh, <laughs> a literal paradigm shift and figurative paradigm shift. And I'm like, you know what? If Kenny Omega doesn't live up to his hype, let's say he kept on that same path, it bothers me so much less because I'm like, at least Kenny is doing what his vision for his career is. You know? Mm-hmm. That's my beef is that, like, as I see all these great talents, because NXT has all these great talents, and I'm like, man, they're all doing such uninteresting shit. It's like, oh, they're just actors on the show. And as wrestling becomes more and more, I see uh, this alternative product where they're less and less of being, uh, uh, they're like, like, uh, they're less and less of just being actors and they're treated like artists and like uh, almost like clowns, like characters in, in, a, in a positive way. I have friends who have a lot of clowning experience, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, by the way. Check out Natalie Palomides' special, Nate, that's on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but like she's a – I used to coach her at improv. I see her around like she's a really talented person. She's like very um, trained in clowning, you know. Um, mm. So I mean it in that way, like where you really work on your character – um, I'm like, I, I can appreciate that over in AEW, even when they're failing. Even Miro, who's a major letdown to me, and I think Vince put him in a correct direction, and now he's putting himself in the wrong direction in terms of wrestling. He'll probably make money on Twitch and whatnot, so he's probably ahead of the curve in, in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least I'm like, he's, ex- he's executing what he wants to do. It's not good. It's not what I want right. to see, but he's not wasting years boxed into being stardust if it was up to vince mcmahon and it was up to wwe cody rhodes would still be stardust think of all the stuff he's done in the past five years from being out of the clutches they couldn't figure out how to get a guy with the Rhodes last name over (laughs) so i do give them more of the benefit of the doubt you know so when i'm watching nxt i see a lot of money production fine you guys want to control these guys to this high degree cool Show me something good. Jake Atlas, what are they doing with him? I don't know what Jake Atlas is. I don't know. He's a good wrestler, but what is he? He's very talented. I like him. He's a California guy, so I, I'm rooting for him. I've seen him wrestle out here. You know? Yeah. What's, what? It was all very uninteresting use of TV time. And they're going after Cruiserweight title, which who gives a shit about the Cruiserweight title? They uh, people, people do. Who? I, they've, done, they've, done, they've done a lot with Yo, it. Yo, pass upon, smooth operator. You care about the Cruiserweight title? No, he don't care about the cruiser right there. Zero percent. Um, wait, Phil, what'd you say? Zero percent. Correct. Um, yeah. So I'm saying it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I'm watching the show, and I'm watching a show that's really well produced about a bunch of shit I don't care about, and it, a lot of TV shows are like that. A lot of TV shows. I'm watching uh, Kaylee Cuoco's show, The Flight Attendant. I'm watching oh, that yeah. on HBO Max. 
really nicely done show. I mean, they have some really cool stuff where she like, there's a dead guy. She talks to the dead guy. Like when she's trying to like in her mind, he's in her mind and they talk and they're kind of having like a romance. Really cool. Really cool. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, this show stinks. <laughs> it looks really good. I mean, the scripts are dog shit. So, uh, <laughs> it's totally all over the place. It's like a murder, but she's making little jokes and you're like, what is happening? The show stinks. Uh, and so that's, yeah. Anyway, Pat McAfee, they're letting him do a make a wish at the expense of their show. I almost prefer what, what Triple H is doing is he's panicking and he's trying to make his show more interesting and yeah, more. he doesn't know how to. So I what he like, should do is make the show like his... even more New Japan-y. If I was I NXT, yeah. I would make the show more tournament-based, more structure. That's what I would do because it's the only thing he knows how to do. Yeah, I would I would even say that it almost seems like uh, Triple H has become the cool dad now. Right. He's like the cool dad around. Like, oh, yeah, Triple H is our dad. You know, like, oh, he's so – oh, he took a picture with dad. He's like, oh, so cool. Look at that. We do the point thing. We do a point thing, and he's got all of his, and he's having so much fun. He's got Halloween havoc, and he's doing this, and he's doing that, and he's having all, all. And but like, dude, like, yo, make your show badass. You're a badass dude. Guess what's coming? I'm gonna tell you what it is, and you're gonna fucking, you're gonna jump into traffic. But TikTok, baby, guess who's back? And one of the big reasons oh, that it's one God. of the big, that and here's sucks. the other reason. Well, let me tell you something. Why? Press the body. How much do you care about? Did you like Karrion Cross? Was Karrion Cross good? Uh, I I kind of loved him at the beginning, but he's he's fallen off hard for me. I mean, right before he got injured, Correct. I really didn't care about him at all. I was excited well, for him to come in, though. Actually, Here's I have a clip problem, from you right? from earlier in the night. Actually, who gives a shit? Uh, so here's here's the thing: the yeah. NXT Men's Championship has not been relevant for like six months. They put it on right. Keith Lee. They took it off Keith Lee to put it on Karrion Cross. They put it on Karrion Cross. Then they had to vacate the title, find a new champion. They put it on Finn Balor. He's been injured. So there's nothing right. really to fight for right now because they didn't want to take the title off Finn because they want him as champion. He misses war games. We don't get a men's championship match. We're not getting a North America. Oh, we are. Again, tri- we're getting triple threat. The tag team titles are tied up in the war games. So it's like... It's like what's going on with NXT right now? We need, I've like, always if hated it wasn't, war games. If it, if it wasn't for the women's division, you know, I've always hated war games. You've I always have. watched it. You've always enjoyed it. The I was at War Games Live, and so honestly, I. I have my inner, I have a recording of my inner monologue actually from oh, yeah. when I was there. Who gives a shit? Um, it was uh, Ricochet pretending to be a Viking. I was like, what is this match? I, I It was cool. He did a flip off it, but like, what's the war games? Is like, it, it's like, oh, you guys have beef each other. We'll put you in war games, but like. It's it's so like convenient. Yeah, that's it's the, so, like, that's the, the war that's games the team. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as Survivor Series. It's the yeah. same exact thing. That's a that's the point part where uh, WWE is really great mi- missing. frosting, beautiful frosting, no cake. Yeah. <laughs> well, you once is there any story boss? for if you had a story for why Ricochet was so fucking pissed off at these guys and he had an opportunity to jump on all them. Like, he turns away from the pin. He's like, I fucking hate these guys. I got to jump on them. But instead, he's dressed like Rufio uh, or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, that was a really cool flip. Like, I'm glad I'm here. You know, like, that, that's what I'm saying. And Sheb said it right. But NXT, the thing, and, and don't worry. NXT has nailed stuff in the past. 
but like the stuff that the guys they there, like Sami well, Zayn yeah. and Kevin Owens was the best NXT wrestler of all time. Sheb said, and I think it's probably true because yeah. he did stuff. His relationship with Zayn when he power bombed him after he won. Remember the title? Oh, dude, insane. That shit was sick. And then Alistair Black's another arguable guy for me, but Alistair Black just never came to fruition. Like I don't, I don't, I blame. I don't know who to blame because I don't know him either. But I don't know who to blame for Aleister Black. But, man, oh, man, it's, like, sad. It makes me sad, you know? Well, I think, well, I honestly, a lot of the big talent is gone now, right? And any of the big talent that they have there has been there too long. So I think NXT is now in an identity crisis where they've, they've broken out of the developmental. And it almost seems like they're – going back to it a little bit they're gonna have coat like it's like thatcher's a coach and he's got these recruits that are coming up and those guys are like you know what i'm saying so it's like what they need to like almost hit a reset button and be like all right if we're not gonna have any involvement with raw and smackdown then we need to go back to what we're best at you know like and we need to figure out that because the 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 arena there is so badass like those that fencing and and the and the yeah. and the and it's like a mini Thunderdome. I, I'm like, this is this is where the best wrestling in the world should be taking place. Like, they need to go back to their roots. They need to go. They need to get the big stars down there because they've lost all their star power, and they're competing with a show that has a ton of star power and just keeps getting more star power, like Sting. And it's not Japan AW NXT at this point. It's that's officially, even though we've said it for a while, it's officially a dead comparison. The, the only reason I compare is them is because that, NXT yeah. has decided to be on the same time. Like if yeah. somebody says they're like, I, I watch NXT over AW, you're like, I get it. That's your gimmick. I'm like, let me tell, let me, let me know all the things. Did you you liked the Superman versus Batman movie? Let me guess. I can point out all the things that you also liked. You thought the prequels were really good. Like what? What? what like I, I, I can, I can sum you up as a person if you were like, if you're like that NXT show is way better than AEW. You're like, come on, man. It's well, just not even true. For a good amount of time, it, it there was points where it was, you know, like honestly, when when the when when NXT is good and, and it's rolling, it's it's the best. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for the women's division right now, NXT would be having a, a really big problem. If NXT had the same problem that AEW has with the women's division, they'd be it. Would, oh, I probably wouldn't honestly be tuning in or have a care for it because they're not they're not building big enough stars over there, right. and any big enough stars that they have are gone. The Riddles, the Keith Lees. Like those are all guys that should be on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, Adam they, Cole, they, they if I'm Adam Cole, I would say because his wasn't his contract coming up, or it's up, or he resigned. Dan, what? Remember we talked about this and we what? said he's. I think he's a hundred percent gone. I think when I, I never thought he was until I really think this week. I, but didn't he? Didn't his contract? Phil, can we look that up? What's going on with Cole's contract? Um. Yes. Yeah, great. Uh, and and can you get I, I Finn, know Finn Balor's? Finn Balor's too. I want all Bullet Club. If I'm Finn, I'm gone. If I'm Cole, I'm gone. Like I, I'm gone. These guys have a couple years left. Finn, I mean, well, Finn. Well, but my, the thing about Finn is Finn's not that good. I, I, I got, I got news for everybody. God, Adam Cole's here. All right, let's go. All right, uh, this is from June 2020. Despite rumors of a, this is a Bleacher Report, not the most dirty of sheets. Um, despite. Rumors of his contract expiring soon. Mike Johnson of PW Insider reported the leader of the Undisputed Era is under contract for well over the next 18 months. Wow. How recent? Of, was that, that was June. Wow. So, so okay, year. so that's really interesting because Adam Cole, like, 
Adam Cole, I, I, I got, I got, I got, I, I don't know what Adam Cole's contract looks like, but Adam Cole, unless they bump him up for big money, I think he would make more money at AEW because he would sell so much merch. Yeah. So much merch. Right now, he's making a, sm- a smidge of the uh, – he's splitting all the money with the Undisputed Era for his merch, right? And Vince takes probably 80 to 90%. He probably gets 5%, and then 5% split. They probably get 1% each of every Undisputed Era shirt sold, right? He could go on Pro Wrestling Tees, instantly have the number one shirt, and sell jer- – like, Cole's huge by going over there. His, his girlfriend's over there. Um, or I don't know his fiance. I don't know wife. if they're engaged or his wife or whatever. And also, he's a big gaming guy. His Twitch channel is going to be removed. He feels like a guy who, like, I, I, I did not say this. I, and I still think, by the way, gun to the head, he stays in WWE. But if I'm him, I say to them, I, 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 I don't want to stay in NXT anymore. And I think we're going to see the, the Nexodus. Uh, I think we're going to see the Exodus of NXT talent uh, when their contract's coming up, thinking about, like, being on this show because we know NXT doesn't pay that much, you know? And if you're AEW talent and you could make so much money, more money on Twitch and, uh, you know, uh, we could see, you can see Adam Cole doing a little uh, Shawn Michaels uh, photo shoot, you know, adult fans uh, having OnlyFans, Adam Cole OnlyFans. Easy, you know easy, 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 easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm saying, like, I, I, I don't know. I bet he can make, I bet some of these guys will make more money. Listen. Cody Rhodes said when Cody left WWE, and he was there for a long time, since he was probably 19 years old. He said he was making more money on the indies. And no one gave yeah, a well, shit about Cody when he was in WWE. True. Um, he wasn't listen. even a star. All right. So you're a little jazzed up, really hyped, a lot of big things going on. But you need to take a deep breath and understand that Sunday is war games, okay? You don't give a shit about it. But anytime I've ever watched it, I've always enjoyed it. And I think it's going to be awesome. I think the women obviously are anchoring that. I think there's a possibility of some cool shit maybe happening with Undisputed Era. I think it's a perfect opportunity that if he has a year left on his contract, well, you better fucking give him the push of the century up on the main roster. Fuck it. If I was going to book it, have have Adam Cole win the Royal Rumble and go after Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. I don't fucking know. Like what, Adam whatever. Cole, like, the undisputed are missed their moment to come up on the come up to the main roster. Yeah, big time. They missed their moment. Well, they had an awesome moment there. They missed it. Well, and also, so then they have to rebrand making undisputed are cool again, which means becoming heels again. Right, so now they'll come in as baby faces, which is also really hard to. You're do, running and into they it. lose a lot of their pizzazz, not having a live crowd. Dude. Adam Cole ceiling on his career in WWE comes down to his size. He said he was the NXT champion, the NXT champion going into Survivor Series last year, and they didn't put him up against Brock. They didn't put him in those matches. So. What you think Vince is, feels comfortable putting him in these big spots? You think we see Adam Cole versus? We, we haven't seen Randy Orton. Uh, Adam Cole, like, so I'm saying we've seen no confidence in WWE when it comes to Adam Cole. So I don't know. I, I have a hard time seeing that Vince is all, is all in on him. And right now, if he went to AEW, he would get a big paycheck from Tony Khan. Mm. He would, could boost his career even more, and he would be the heavyweight champion instantly. Right? Maybe not instantly, but like he's immediately top guy, right? 
immediate in the top. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think he's going to do it. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of interesting. There's a uh, listen, NXT. You, it feels like you're reading fucking NXT's eulogy just because AW had a had a really stellar fucking week, dude. All right, take a I deep know, breath. It's kind of fun though, right? NXT <laughs> for you, it is. I mean. <laughs> For me, it's not because I love NXT. NXT is something that I think is still a great product. And uh, uh, but yeah, so like, uh, listen, I think after War Games, they got to refocus. I mean, and they got to they got to come up with some something because I think I think by the time the Rumble comes around, NXT is gonna lose another wave of superstars. I mean. What left? Was there left for Champa to do in NXT? What's there left for Gagana to it's do in not, NXT? Champa, man, come on, dude. Champa, I mean, like, it's he, time, man. This matcher for stat. This matcher for stature. This matcher for stature. The matcher for stature and Thatcher versus the matcher. Uh, is just, he's just underwhelming, and it should be something that's pretty awesome. It honestly made me feel less about Thatcher the way he bitched out to fucking Champa, and I'm like, yo, Thatcher's the fucking. That's just the man. You're gonna have him tapping out to Kushida, and then that, which makes no sense. You tap out to Kushida, but then that gets you a match at War Games against Champa, like because I don't know. It's it got got a little sloppy there. I mean, so I'm Kushida, hyper- we never hear Kushida say anything. He has no manager. He wears jeans to wrestle, and they're like they're trying to sell me that Kushida is like I'm gonna care about Kushida versus Finn. I'm not. I, I'm sorry, I'm not like I. I, I mean, he, Kushida to me is the one of the most cosplayest cosplayers out there. Um, Marty yeah, McFly I mean, cosplay is, I don't know, about as bad as it gets, right? Listen, Kushida's also Kushida's also a guy that he that doesn't make even make sense for him to go to AEW. He needs he'll go back to Japan and he'll do his thing over there, like. His stuff worked really well. They're pushing over there. him heavy. I mean, he's gonna probably lose to Finn. But so anyway, here's the thing about Finn. Here's a, here's the other thing about Finn. I I I man, Finn has never been one of my guys. He's an almost talent in my mind. He's never delivered. Never. Tell me one time where Finn. I'm not saying he's had any good matches, but when is a time where Finn has really like risen to the occasion of fit to Finn Balor, like to be Finn Please. Balor. When he wrestled Brock? You mean when he got tapped out by Brock Lesnar? Yeah, but that match was fucking awesome, though. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, right, but he didn't, he didn't he rise also, to the occasion. He also, I mean, he was fine. His, he did, but... But his, his NXT run, everything he did was like... He was the talk of the town, man, when he was fucking I, I never dug champion. it. I, the, the, the demon, I was always like, what is this? It makes no sense. Why call it the demon? Like, just just, just don't acknowledge the paint. He wears paint in pay-per-views. If, if, if you can't act and you can't sell me... Look what Bray Wyatt is doing. <laughs> it makes Finn's demon look like the dumbest thing i ever seen. You know? So, like... I'm saying, listen, it's hard to do with all credit to Finn, like it, pulling, pulling that off, but he didn't even try. And then I'm rewatching his promo from last week, and I was like, oh, my God. He's like, I can't even remember. He's like, when the cat's out to play, the, <laughs> it was an all-cat thing. It's like, what the fuck? You're trying to say this cat thing, badass? Like, and the cat also- is back. And he also brought. What back was the promo, Phil? Under- do you remember what it was? The cat promo. Probably didn't I have even no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> that's he fine. Did, that's fair. 
He doesn't even watch NXT. I haven't watched NXT in like a month. Why? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Because. Um, <laughs> yo, is this what you did? You just brought Phil on just to have a fucking. Uh, fucking I just used uh, it to bust your uh, balls. <laughs> just to have a fucking man in the fucking in the chamber. Just to fucking. Well, like, the thing is, this is that, like, <laughs> I, I think, listen, uh, here's what they can do. I think <laughs> NXT, the way for NXT to matter again, because NXT is great. They're just misguided right now. And I actually think it's the default. I believe this is that it is the disconnect between Vince and Triple H. Right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, that's it's what's going so on. Obvious. It's the so branding obvious. of NXT needs to be so much more apparent. It just know? makes they completely cut their balls off when they didn't include them in Survivor it's Series. It's like castrated. They're like they're they just they cut the they just, like Vince cut the fucking anchor and they're just been floating slowly out to sea. Right. That fucking Triple H saved his ass when they got stuck in Saudi Arabia. All right, he saved his ass and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna show you. That we could come up here and do it. And even though it was in storyline, it was real, dude. They literally came up that weekend, and that was the most hyped because at that time, NXT was firing all on yeah, all SmackDown cylinders. ratings were like through the roof. Yeah, and I was like, man, this Many is awesome. Were saying. The whole that whole Survivor Series was awesome because it made kind of sense because it was the three brands competing against each other. Like for brand, like I get it. Like that's never, but like raw and SmackDown by themselves is making sense. But the young guys or the, the other brand is here and they're here to show stuff like make it matter. You know, like I think that's what we always talk about. These war games matches, they shouldn't matter. Like war games, war, war games. Listen, we're gonna watch it. It's gonna deliver. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, think it's I'm, awesome, dude. Was it War Games when uh, Cole fell when Champa like they jumped from the top? Oh yeah, yeah. That was, was that crazy. War Games? Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. But man, I'll say I'll give Tony Shadman credit. Like he pointed out, he's like, "Oh, War Games, like the thing Undisputed does every year this time." You're like, "Oh, yeah. that's a good point." They also lost. They they let Undisputed Era lose to a hodgepodge of people. Like, you're like, what is the point of this? These guys, as a group, can't beat, like, uh, a, gu- a couple guys thrown together. Two Vikings and, a, and a ch- like, a cool fucking black guy, like, flips. <laughs> like, like, you're like, those guys are more cohesive than these guys who eat fries together in the deli or whatever. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> that's what they're doing in the video this week, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean. So, anyway, I, here's another thought I had. So, I'm watching the Cruiserweight, which I, I, I don't, I, I, you think any is anyone like being like, oh man, I gotta see what uh, Escobar's up to? Like, I mean, he has cool potential, but like, is anybody like buying in to him? I mean, I guess not. No, you're gonna say yeah. yes or no? Are you gonna say yes? You could say it. Like, no. are you? I'm not. I, I am. I'm buying into the potential of what he's doing and his stable. I think he's. I think honestly, he's doing a really good job. I think it's just underappreciated, undervalued. Like they're not really giving him any big spots or big moments to make it seem like. First of all, he. he this would matter more if he had the actual NXT title instead of the cruiserweight title. So, like having a stable and. And those guys should have the tag team titles then. If you put the tag team titles around those titles, then it makes more sense. It, like, makes it, like, oh, wow, this stable's legit. Like, these guys are awesome. They're good wrestlers. They put on good matches. That match versus Damian Priest was awesome. I mean, the guy's super talented, but, 
Yeah, listen, I get what you're saying, man. They, they're I tag, mean, listen, wrestling, uh, tag wrestling in WWE across the board is Jabron's own. I'm telling you, though, it doesn't. It also doesn't help that like they're on. Listen, they they're. I, you know, I, it's frustrating. I want all wrestling shows to be good. I want all these talents to be on a thing that can a vehicle that can rise them. I feel frustrated for them that Vince is like cutting the listen, balls off this brand. It's, I'm it's, saying like, look at Tony Nese. I just want to give you an example. Tony Nese, right? Whatever. Yeah. I don't have any like deep opinions about Tony Nese. He's a Long Island guy, so I like that. But like, hey, he yo. went from he went from winning the cruiserweight title at WrestleMania. Hmm. He won it at WrestleMania to jobbing out to Jake Atlas. So it's kind of like they've done nothing to make this guy look like a guy who can win at WrestleMania. Like that that's 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 like that's like my beef. Like so let's talk about Bailey for a second. I always talk about Bailey. Like I'm like the women's division has this and it's it's it will get fixed over time because the women's division needs more talent. It needs more time to grow. But like I remember when Bailey won I'm like wow Bailey's a two-time WrestleMania winner. Of the title. Two-time mania. And you're like, hmm, she has not hit her peak at all. And, that, and you're like, oh, okay. So now in wrestling, and that's what I was worried for for Rhea, is that, like, you can reach the apex before you actually have earned it. Like, whereas Daniel Bryan got his moment, even though he did win the title, but it got shafted and pulled off him, and he didn't have, like, proper runs. He had more of a Sasha run, which did work. Sasha had more of the Daniel Bryan thing, where, like, they would never let her retain, and you're, like, uh, uh, similar to, like, if Ziggler won the title at some point, you'd be like, finally, he's getting his proper run. You can win. CM Punk, Rey Mysterio, there's tons of examples of guys who win it, and then Vince pulls it off them really fast, and it almost hurts their career over helps. So my thing is that, like, that happens a lot in the women's division. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the apex of wrestling not matching up with merit. And that is unhealthy structure for wrestling. Is that like when wrestling's following, firing on all cylinders, you have like Daniel Ryan really capture his moment and it feels like, man, did he earn it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think they set these guys up for those moments because they don't have enough freedom to earn it. Now, in the yeah, pandemic, well, you can argue it's really hard to do because you don't even have a real crowd, right? That, that and also the lack of a championship title being relevant over the last, like I said, six months. You know, it's like there's a lot of things that go into it where they need to find ways and, and they've tried to fill it and it's not working. And also the, the, and the wrestlers that they have have non, now yeah. gone up to the main roster. So it's like, we go through this a lot pretty often with NXT where they get gutted and then they rebound. It's, right. It takes a little time to character build. But the now problem, it's trickier. Well, it's also happening at the worst time ever too. And it's harder to get these wrestlers over without a crowd that will help do that. I and, don't I don't, I don't. blame the pandemic because AEW is thriving in the pandemic. Well, you, I'm, I, I'm not well, even saying – It's an equal it's a first level of all, playing field. They weren't – I wouldn't necessarily say – I would say recently they weren't up until the last couple of weeks, but like there was a point where it felt like AW was kind of like trying to find its way. But now you kind of realize, oh, it's I guess maybe like, they were they just all like building. Three, they had like kind of like three bad weeks in a row or something. Like like the lulls are pretty short I, over there. Listen, yeah, it happens. Yeah. And I honestly, I believe that NXT is going to find its way again and it will find the way to, you know, be good. But, but too, I'm is, saying what's trickier about it this time is not just there's no crowd. What's tricky is that there is that it's, undefined and they are a weekly show now 
on yeah, TV. And, and that's the big problem. And what's tricky too is, is that something really special is happening at the same exact time that it's happening. So for me, I'm checked out of NXT big time because my the way my wrestling fandom works and my attention is when there's fucking good, cool shit going on, I want I wanna know I wanna know that first. Like I mean it was hard to watch NXT this week. Not gonna lie. Like, you know, and wasn't it wasn't because of what was going on on TV. It was hard for even me to turn it on because I was still so jazzed and still am so jazzed about what is happening and what's coming up, you know? So it's like, I mean, even raw, like on main roster also. Yeah. I'll go back. Like Roman, the Randy stuff, Drew, Drew, AJ. There's a lot of other stuff where you're like, I don't need NXT right now. Well, it's not that I, like I am excited for war games. So like Sunday, this is great. Like I, Definitely am excited for Sunday to watch war games. You know, like I'm not as excited as I've been for other things. I was excited for Halloween Havoc. I thought that was the way it was promoted and the shit that was going on. I was was awesome. It was a great show. Yeah. Right. So listen, Halloween Havoc was like a month ago, you know, so a month and a half ago. So it's not that far off. You know, I think after that, they've lost their way a little. The the build to war games could have been better with bigger players, but they kind of just like, I'm most honestly, the only thing I'm really focused on on Sunday the most is the women's war game because I really thought it was put together uniquely. Two captains, they find their players. There were some, there were some turns. There were some twists. They're going to go to war. The women's are going to over-deliver. They're going to do some sick shit, and it's going to be really awesome. Well, they're going to unveil and, whatever that machine is. Yeah, I don't know if it's a machine. It'll probably just be like a... A tank. It's going to be like a tank, right? Like a new like kind a, of or, tank? Or some, like, like some weapon. It's going to be a weapon that you'll be able to use like right. inside war games or something. So... uh or it's a motor to a new tank or something. Or maybe they all come in on a tank. I, you know, I'd be fucking hyped if they Shotzi all came in Shotzi is on like, it. I really love Shotzi. She is like one of the most clarity of characters. Like she's Triple kind H of like, loves her. That's because uh, Triple H is all in on her. She reminds me of like, she's like Wednesday Adams is like what I would say. Like she has like a thing where you're like, she like gets like tom, really like excited tom, about yeah. violence, you know? Yeah, t- like a tomboy, like well, just like tank awesome. Girl Wednesday Adams, I would say. She's uh, I'm, you know, like Adam's family it. loves like they like give each other like props for hurting each other. They've used her, <laughs> perf- yeah. They used her perfectly. Like she's like, she's. I mean, I've never honestly seen it before. She got signed and was inst- instantly pushed and like been a part of it the whole entire time. Is that Sheffield? Wow, what's up, Chef? <laughs> Um, so I'm excited about that match. I thought they re- did a really good job and you, and it's been fun, like the buildup and stuff. So, uh, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I think, right. I think it will, it's going to have to really listen. Finn's coming back after war games. I'm sure Karen cross is going to be back in the picture. Uh, I think they I'm need to excited for him to come back. Just to well, see yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm more excited that Scarlett, you know, that sounds swampy, but I'm excited to see how they're going to, you know, bring her back or how she brings, carrying cross back. I hope they don't make it the same kind of thing. I hope it has a new element to it or something different. Um, but like, yeah, like, uh, I, I'm like super, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think I, whenever you think NXT is losing its way, it finds a unique way to bring it back. And I, you know, listen, competition breeds a lot of good stuff. You know, Triple H not afraid to fucking pull out a wild card, do something crazy. If he thinks he wants to make war games to talk to the town, He'll do yeah. something this Sunday. He might. Listen, remember, I'm saying remember the last mask there? He said Freddy Krueger might show up. 
Yeah, that's right. Underneath those are Nev Campbell and uh, David Arquette promoting the new Scream <laughs> if, movie. I said it. If Arquette is under the Scream masks, I mean, I'm all in. He, for Arquette will be my number one NXT star. He'll be my number one NXT talent. You know, didn't someone come out and attack uh, attack on Kyle O'Reilly? It would be so funny if uh, if it was David Arquette. <laughs> well, the Scream mask came back on uh, in the beginning of NXT this week. Uh, yeah, there's two the, of them. Yeah, there's two. Right, he was in the uh, in the uh, Damian were... Priest. So it's like Damian Priest. I like in theory. He's another example. Like I like him in theory. He looks cool. Um, it looks awesome. Man. That's the main thing. He looks awesome. Oh, That's like the main so... thing. He I looks said, awesome. Yeah, but you're like, also, it's like, yeah, but like, you're just mediocre, man. Like you're just mediocre. I like you're not doing anything interesting. Like you're, it's like you're just playing yeah. like a tough guy. Like you're not doing. Any, no, it's the same thing on Disputed Era. It's like you can only in that place you can only you only get rewarded for like being tough, and then that's it. But you're like something that works for me is Thatcher, right? Like Thatcher is working for me because you're like, okay, he's tough, he's badass, tap you out. But on the top of it, there's clarity of character. Like he's mm -hmm. this wrestling teacher, he'll tap you out. He stands for this. It's like, yeah, like you might be able to beat him, but you can't tap him out. You're like, oh, I, I like, I get this character. I, I see what he is. But everybody else is just like. I'm tough. Like, I, that's it. I'm tough. And, or Cameron Grimes, where it's, like, so over the top. Um, that, and not, not to mention, I kind of dig Cameron Grimes. He looked, he looks like, you know, it's, like, kind of goofy or whatever, but. Yeah. I know. think, uh, listen, it's, it, these are real things that we're talking about, you know. I think, yeah. I, I think War Games is going to help them stay relevant. If they didn't have War Games right now, NXT would, I, I'm telling you right now, next Wednesday's show would be like the ratings would be abysmal because there'd be nothing to look forward to because everybody's all eyes are on AEW this week. Like, and that's, and that's the truth. Like, listen, I mean, if you didn't watch war, uh, winter is coming live, like, man, like that's, you got to make decisions sometimes as wrestling fans. And if you don't like AEW, that's cool, man. Like good for you. But like you miss sting right. return and you miss, and you miss something really special happen with Omega and if you don't like those moments because That's you don't Omega. like AEW, Omega, oh right, Omega, 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 Omega. Uh, Ooh, it's Umanga. 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 Um, so yeah, so so like you know, it's you know, it is what it is. Listen, I I think oh, let's go through the card a little bit. I mean, there's not that much, but just to get it going. Um, I, and I agree. I actually like the women's war games match a lot more than the men's war game match. And which is um, crazy because of where undisputed. I mean, listen, I, I'm a huge. The storytelling was kind of nice for both teams, actually. Yeah, for sure. So we got. Uh, did I do that? Got, did I do that? I don't hear it. Are you here? I'm hearing you, right? Yeah, that's you. Pespani. Is that me? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. What are you playing? Why are you oh, playing shit. That NXT? <laughs> NXT started replaying on my uh, on my computer. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh man, I was like, "What is that?" Um, no, actually, the storytelling of both the women's teams was like the team, like it's built around Candice, and then you had Shotzi, you had Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai go to war, and then team up. And I guess I don't know, Ember Moon showed up, but uh. And then Tony Storm came in and like established herself. I don't know. I, I don't oh, know shit. why, but I. Well, she Tony did a hit. It's out why I like Tony Storm so much. He was yeah, like, because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. attracted to her. I was like, yeah. Uh, well, 
<laughs> what, what do you want from me? I don't know. <laughs> why you don't? Why you don't like? Rhea, why you don't like Rhea Ripley? And why you like Tony Storm? Yeah, I like Makes both sense. of them, so it's not even true. Um, I just see Rhea Ripley as like a big time main event player, so I'm I'm actually putting the the shine on her a little more, to be honest. But you guys are you know you guys are too negative to see. I that. think yeah, um, she's gone after she's gone after this. I think she's gone to Raw after this. I, I mean, if I'm NXT talent, I pray to be brought up. Like these guys need Vince. If they need, do they? They need a little bit of Vince. A lot of them do. Yeah. A lot of them need Vince. Um, like undisputed era, for example. We talked about them for a while. I was like, all right, now's the time to like define them a little bit. And they actually were doing it. And then the pandemic hit. But like, I was like, you know, get them some motorcycles, like, right, like get them, like, let's have them be like, let's see what their dynamic is. Because even when you see that segment of them, like this week, like talking in the pizza shop, you're like, these guys seem boring here. They're like kind of yeah. boring. Like it'd be They're cooler like if the, they had like a, cl- a clubhouse. They established. You know what it felt like? like? You know what it felt like? Right. It felt like four guys making a, a pact to lose their virginity at prom. You know, it's like you know, guys. Well, that like I would the, love. The, I wish that's the, what it felt the like. The script of American <laughs> Pie, pretty yeah. much. It's like, yo, guys, we've been doing this. Here's for, to the next for, step. We've been we've been at the top of our game for four years, and now it's time to bring it home. It's man. prom, and we're all yeah. gonna fuck. Yeah, we're all gonna we're all gonna lose our virginity at the same time, and when we do, we're gonna go to Monday Night Raw after. Like, I used to work I out mean, at the gym, and I would see the the girl from America Pie, and I would talk to her sometimes. Really, really nice. What's her name? She was in American Beauty. Also, she's in all the American things. Oh. What? Me or something. I don't know. Um, Phil? Uh, what? <laughs> you know that one, Phil? Uh, Mia, what about uh, Camira Sorvino, right? That's Mia, it. Mia, uh, Mia Sorvino? Yeah, I think I so. don't know. The girl from America Pie. But she was, uh, she's a woman now, and she um, was always cool. I don't know. <laughs> we would get shakes at the gym. Uh, that's just me and the little name drop. Skyler's not the only one who can name drop. I, uh, he's actually friends with these people. Uh, I just see them at gyms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's, let's just go through the War Games card before we get out of here because we got to right. save our voices for the Winter War Games extravaganza. Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. That's a little bit of a singles match, many are saying. Singles match. I don't, yeah, I mean, I mean, I hope they let Thatcher win. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, Champa needs to beat Thatcher. What are we doing there? It's just burying Thatcher. Maybe this is a Champa farewell match as well. Like, I honestly don't see how Champa's going to keep himself relevant on this roster anymore. Like, we've seen the best of Champa, and we've seen the the worst of Champa. To be frank with you, uh, on both sides of it in NXT, and honestly, now he's just in a weird, awkward middle ground where I got to give it to Thatcher. I think. I think it's the only right way. I I I would hope that Champa comes up. To be honest with you, yeah, Champa, it's time for you to go, um, to move up. It's big time for bigger things. Um, Dexter Loomis versus Kevin Grimes in a strap match. Like, who cares who wins that, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, what is that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I yeah. I think they've unsuccessfully pushed both of those guys. They just had their match at Halloween Havoc. I mean, what is this match going to prove? Who won that one? Well, Dexter Loomis, Loomis is one. confusing because it's like, is he funny or scary? He's kind of yeah. like in between. You're like, either make him like legit scary or funny. And his because... gear does nothing to help the cause. He's just in tight jeans and a tight shirt and some gloves. You know, like, I don't know. I kind of like him, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. 
Um, Leon Ruff versus Gargano versus Priest. I'm actually legit excited about this match, and I'm like hard rooting for Ruff. Like I, yeah. I'm like, 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 like to be to their credit with this booking, which I've said I liked from the start. Like they've made me care about Leon Ruff, so this is something where they're really succeeding in NXT in my mind. Absolutely, and thank God Kevin Owens was around to really help that cause too, because that segment yes. was awesome. I thought that was perfect. Uh, I. Uh, would say that I'm a little worried about Gargano having his uh, ghost face guys around, which makes me think that Gargano might cheat to win or some stupid shit. I hope yeah. those there's just like a failed distraction or failed muscle kind of thing. Candace looks uh, awesome right now. Do you notice that? She like has her man. optimal look right now. She looks like really pretty and like really good wrestling. Um, Very like, like uh, uh, you know, like she stands out. She's popping on camera. She, you know, the hair color getting, is good. She looks good. I'm getting like a mini Charlotte vibe from her. Like, you know, like I'm getting like uh she's like got that charisma about her. I think she's really finding her own for the first time because she, you know what? She's doing a, a better transition of that, that cutesy. Uh, everybody loves, loves her. Like, well, bliss and Bailey kind of thing too. It's the like, pixie. she's doing a, yeah, she's finding her. She's finding her uh, transition. I actually would rather it her be less attached to Johnny and just more her, her own stuff and creating her own, you know, character. I like her stuff. separate Let's, from Johnny, but actually, like, I don't care if they acknowledge that they're married. But like this yeah. week, everything they did was separate, and like I yeah. like it, acknowledging they're married, but like they don't need to do everything. I don't need to see them eating pasta together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and um. The undisputed era. I mean, I don't care who wins any of the war games matches. Like those are just those are frosting matches. I hope yeah. it's really rich. That kind of like you know that I like that really like kind of frozen frosting. Like I yeah. want like the best kind of frosting where you're like I don't even care about eating the rest of this thing. I just want the frosting. So I hope yeah, these yeah. matches are just killer. I hope Shotzi like that, looks really good in this match. It's like she that seems, piece of yeah. it's the piece of cake. You just you want the piece of cake with the, that flower thing on it, right? You want that. You want that cake. Yeah. You don't want to eat the cake that comes with the flower. No fondant. Want, yeah, you just want that weird flower piece that's on the top that everybody yeah. else wants. The extra frosting, you know. And um, yeah, the women's division is really interesting. Like, I think it could, uh, you know, Io Shirai. Uh, I need. I, I tell she, you, she could go up to the main I roster. Said this, uh, I mean, the talent there, and they're killing it, man. These girls, these women have insane chemistry. You could tell they're all working together because yeah. all their matches are. I mean, Shotzi versus Raquel. Raquel Gonzalez is a, a like not just because of her size, but she's a huge talent. I think she's got mega potential, and honestly. They're, she's exactly her and and Rhea are exactly what the main roster needs. They right. need those dominant, strong forces, and they would shine so bright in that in that main right. in that main division. Anyway, we'll be watching the show. We'll come on after and look. Like always, guys, I went pretty tough on NXT today, but I think you know, like we roast the ones we love. Listen. The thing is, this is like I I want NXT to succeed. I'm excited to watch on Sunday, and on Sunday right after, when we're on the Zoom call, I'll admit, like, oh, shit, I was being too hard on it. That was fucking awesome. I cared about the characters. I'm I was the, completely vested in the story, you know? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same just way expecting, with AEW. I'm expecting more of a frosting card, and that's fine. Let's see Let's see uh, just some really good spots. Let's see, like, a nice uh, 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 spot fest. I, I'm interested. Going into these extravagance, who knows? I'll come out on the other side, you know? Who knows how I'll feel? See you on the other side of War Games. That's a <laughs> it's that's Hamilton. a Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. You think I don't know Hamilton? I, I know I'll see you I on the other side of War Games. 
you on the other side. I will never understand you. Too low. All right, let's send it off with a little weekend at Bernie's uh, hybrid too. Oh my for the god! Right, be dead, be dead. Hold on, Eliza. I should have told you. I wrote to the general a month ago. <laughs> All right, right. All right. Um. Okay. Oh my god. Too low. Too low. Bernie's is dead. Too low's dead. Let me just. H. Two. It's the last of the true hybrids. Or Bernie's. <laughs> the Winter War Games Extravagant! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so just as a quick reminder for everybody what's going to be going down. First off, support this podcast, patreon.com slash means of wrestling. Um, if you dig what we're doing right now, show us. There's one way to show us and it's uh honestly i know times are tough right now but if you can give a couple bucks to an independent to a couple independent artists we would appreciate it on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling show us that we're worth your time and a little bit of cash uh but um uh, uh 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 yeah patreon.com slash means wrestling sunday we'll be watching war games after our patreon uh podcast will go on the the podcast recording will go on patreon so that's behind the patreon wall at the five dollar level five dollars a month that's it now we get you access to a bunch of content all our podcasts next week you can listen to every podcast next week for five dollars over one month which is literally cents a day um so uh yeah so Sunday, we'll have that. If you are in Patreon, you can also join us and get live cash in on the Zoom link. Join us on link we record. You don't have to say anything, by the way. You can just hang out. You can also hide your video, hide your microphone, just be hanging out with us. Some people do that. Um, and uh, But if you want, you can throw up the cow sign and get your opinions in there live. Get that steam off. Monday night, we'll be recording our podcast without everybody. That'll go live on the main feed for you if you're just... Uh, main roster person, you just watch Raw SmackDown. Many would call you a traditionalist. Um, uh, then we'll be talking about that. That'll come out late Monday night after Raw and SmackDown. We'll be talking about the main roster. We'll talk about Randy's feud. What's Drew up to? What's going on with Roman and KO? Uh, are Drew and AJ? What's going on there? All the main heavyweight uh, title picture there. What Bailey's up to with uh, Bianca Belair and uh, and uh, Carmella? I heard Carmella changed her gear color. I heard it was a nice shift. Haven't seen it yet. All the minutiae that you know and love to expect. We'll see Sasha Carmella. Hopefully they'll face off. That'll be nice. So we'll talk about that Monday night, Tuesday. <laughs> this is huge. We will be live streaming on YouTube. At the Dan Black Attack slash Comedians of Wrestling YouTube channel, we will be watching Impact live wow. together. Um, I don't know exactly the time yet, but I'll give you more details as the podcast goes. Whatever, whatever time Impact starts, uh, it will be watching I think it live. They're on eight to ten, I believe. Right. I can check that. So five five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and if you're in the Mountain Time, I don't know. I don't know. Phil, do we have about. what time? Phil, what time does uh, Impact? Uh start i think it's eight on tuesday that's fine we got a 10. bunch of pods we can announce it mm-hmm. then but so we'll be watching live kenny omega bringing the AEW title with don Callis. we'll be following his instructions uh of w- watching on tuesday night and then wednesday night after 
uh, AEW Dynamite. After Sting speaks, we hear from the uh, formerly known as the Vigilante, but now Justice Sting, according to his pro wrestling tees, uh, which, by the way, I picked up the snapback. Uh, wow. Live. Yeah. Hopefully my Sting hat will show up. Not even a Sting mark. Just when you show up with real snow and you bring winter, the show's called Winter is Coming, that, and I get worked that hard, you get a hat purchase from me. Um, <laughs> Tony Khan literally yeah. says, I, I need snow. Get me snow. Billionaire kid <laughs> goes, I need snow. Go get me snow. You're getting, you're getting money from me. That's how you will get money from me. Um, so support my disgusting merch habit on patreon.com slash means wrestling. And um, yeah, so uh, and then uh, Wednesday night after AEW Dynamite, we'll be coming on here live. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing a pay, uh, the main episode. So that'll come out on the main feed. Um, yeah, now we'll, that's, we'll, we'll be recapping the Winter War Games extravagance. Yes, so that'll be our last episode, and that'll come out on the main feed for free. So two pa- four episodes total, two Patreon episodes, and two what free episodes? One, yeah, one Patreon episode, two free episodes, and one, one YouTube e- episode. Right. right, and we will be able to upload that YouTube episode uh, as a as a actual yes. Every uh, episode will always be in podcast form as well. So you don't cool. if you're not if you're just I'm a podcast. I know some of you guys like one of our listeners uh, drives a truck. You'll will still always be in podcast form. You know what I mean. You know what's cool about this? Maybe you didn't watch Impact Live and you want to rewatch it on your DVR, but and you want to listen to what we said. Cue up on your phone, YouTube, or the podcast while and then sync them up at the same time. Right. So patreon.com slash means of wrestling. And just, I don't know, while we're saying dates, December 20th, we're going to watch TLC together on the Kazoo Thunderdome at the $10 level on Patreon, which is always a fucking great time. Has made watching WWE pay per views for me in the pandemic era way more enjoyable. Um, So, everybody, we got a lot happening. Show your support. And um, uh, yeah, we'll see you on Sunday. Uh, for uh, on on the Patreon for uh the Winter War Games Extrava Winter War Games Extravagance and and uh, last thing is thanks uh the first ever episode with uh the smooth operator smooth operator Pasapani thank you for doing what I've begged the notion to do for twenty years it's yeah, an honor to be here. It's an honor to be <laughs> yeah. here. I'm sure. I'm sure you're thrilled that it's 11 o'clock right now too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's Friday night, baby. Yeah, we're gonna. Don't worry. This was a special time, but we'll be. Yeah. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. And uh, hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Hugs. Comedians of wrestling. I listen up.